Hey, it's the Dogcast, episode number 293. It's our annual reverse recruiting show where we take a look at the recruiting class from four years ago. Stay with us. Dog fans, it's the Dogcast episode number 293. We're back. It's signing time, baby. By the time you're listening to this, it's probably signing day. We're actually doing this show on Sunday, though, before the big day, old dog. The big day on Tuesday. Me and old dog down in the bunker getting ready for signing day. It's a big day. We've got to, we've got to come out. Kind of like, you know, it's, it's, it's Groundhog Day, old dog. We're going to have to come out from underground on Groundhog Day. And if we see our shadow, it's uh, six more weeks of Matt Drills. Well, well, we're not going to talk about Matt Drills anymore because <laughs> they're out the window and obviously we're not as nearly effective as some people wanted us to believe. So we had this little tradition down here in the bunker where we do what we call our reverse recruiting show. We've been doing this, hell, we've been doing all this crap for years and years and years now. And uh, the reverse recruiting show is something we started putting out to kind of temper excitement, old dog, if you will. When you, we, I, we, we like to temper excitement over all these players that we're getting. because well, you know, and, and, the, and really, the stars. It's all about the stars. It is, and we need to in recruiting classes, too, because one thing that – really stands out to me in all this just recruiting hubbub and, you know, dare I say BS that goes with it, is we are, I think, the only school that has had a top 10 recruiting class for the last 10 years. And what has that gotten us, dare I say, not a whole hell of a lot. (laughs) Well, let's just say no hardware. Right. It's gotten us no hardware. Yeah. So, you know, I mean, again, it, it's great. It but, does old dog, keep us, recruiting it, is the lifeblood of the program. It is. It is. But, as you said earlier, you've got to temper it a little bit. Yes. I mean, these people that just go wild and think, you know, because we got some freshman that's four or five stars that it's going to be the end all, you know, that don't happen much, i.e., Maybe our 2011 season. Right. So, so you know, we like to, although I think we've got a good class coming in. Hell, I always think we got a good class coming in. We You're do. Top ne- 10. We need some it's more beef. It's always a top 10 class. We, always a top 10. <laughs> we need some more beef, though, old dog. We need some guys blocking for these outstanding we, ball handlers we that we and, got. And I think that's one of the things that gets me about all of this recruiting and rankings of class and all this other crap is you get a five-star running back or you get a five-star wide receiver or a good DB in the, quote, skill positions, and all of a sudden, you know, you go from like in a class of 20 to in the top 10. And we all know you got to have those guys, but if you don't have the big guys up front, it don't mean crap. 
That's true. And, the big and guys up front what, matter. I would love it, and, and we we're other than running back, which we're going to be loaded at running back now with this recruiting class coming in. Man, I'm saying like the 2013 recruiting class. If all we signed was offensive, if we signed 28 offensive linemen, <laughs> I'd be in heaven because that that is what we desperately need. Well, you're right. You're right. And uh, we're going to talk about that on Tuesday. We're going to break this class down because listen, the coaching staff is out there. They are they are burning up the roads, man. They are flying. They are driving. This is the last minute big push. There is nobody sleeping for the next four to eight hours. Even helping bail people out of jail. <laughs> Hell yeah, baby. We are going. Whatever Which you is need. Always something near and dear to the old dog's heart. <laughs> What, it's always springtime at Aaron Bonding. But I'll tell you, whatever you need, buddy, the Georgia coaching staff is taking care of it for you this weekend. But uh, in in the spirit of the season, before signing day, before everybody sits down at the Butts Mirror building this weekend, I mean this this coming week, let's let's go back in time, old dog. Let's we need some of that uh, that Wayne's World music. The diddle diddle diddle. You know, we're going back in time. Yep. Okay. Um, because if you go back to our class, the inbound class of 2008, boy, the heady year of 2008, boy, I tell you, that was that was that was big. I'm sure it was a top ten class. It was, it was, and you've got a lot of players here that uh, you know. This actually, in in reverse recruiting terms, this was not a bad class, buddy. Really, no, not wasn't. a bad class. These guys actually performed pretty great. Most of them actually played. Yeah, one of the reasons we started the reverse recruiting show was to go back and show you how what a bust most of these damn guys turn out to be. That is not the case with this 2008 class. Let's start at the top. No, but the stars are interesting the way they go. Yes, they are. So yeah, because guys that you might guys that turned out to be five star players, they weren't five star players on the way in, and guys that you thought were five star players turned out to maybe be three stars. But let's start at the top, old dog. Starting at the top, a guy we brought in in 2008 out of Somerville, South Carolina. Number eight in your program, A.J. Green, five-star receiver. And obviously lived up to the billing. He pretty much was a five-star receiver, yeah. We had three five-star players that year, though. Two other five-star players. Do you want to hazard – I guess you probably know who they are. But uh, I'm going to pause for a second let you guys think. Who do you think were the other five-star players out of that class? Five-star recruits on the inbound side. Hmm. Richard Samuel at running back. Richard Samuel, five-star running back, old dog, who actually yep. played some linebacker for University of Georgia, you know? Yeah. And, so, and you know, I mean, and I hate to say it because obviously Richard Samuel – has shown a lot of heart. We love and him. Really has the show. Done, and really has done what the team has asked him to do. But he certainly did not pan out to the five-star billing. I would say he's a five-star man. He's a five-star member of the Bulldog program in terms of his character, in and terms of his heart. Player. But, yeah, he's not a five-star running back. I mean, you know, he, he was not a five-star running back, but he definitely – in my heart, was a five-star player, but not a five-star running back. The other five-star player out of Statesboro, Georgia, home of the Georgia Southern Eagles, 
uh, D'Angelo Tyson, uh, who was a really good defensive tackle, no doubt about it. Really, I mean, you know, uh, you know, I don't know, five-star production. I'm not sure, but he's, I mean, he's, he's, he turned out to be a really good. Started a bunch he, of games, played yeah. a lot for us. Really good. A high quality and, recruit. And was probably miss out, you know, used out of position and some stuff like that. Too. Yeah. So. And he also, he also suffered a little bit from a coach, a huge a scheme change and coaching change right in the middle of his career. No which, doubt. Which so really. We won't. We won't call him a bust, but no, he's you know, not five, absolutely not a bust. But I can't give the check mark off on five stars. Yeah, we the, we hold I would the bar say high for the five three stars. Five star guys, the only one that actually lived up to the five star billings got to be AJ. Mm-hmm. I think you're probably right. And like I said, Richard Samuel, D'Angelo Tyson, great players, great Bulldogs, great for the program. Was glad to have them. Not sure we got five star performance out of them, but they were really yeah. great players. But you come on down to the four-star guys, now you're looking at Blair Walsh. Now, let's talk about Blair Walsh for a second because, you know, um, he was the number one ranked player at his position nationwide. He was the number one kicker in the country. He was not a five-star player, but he was the number one ranked kicker in America. And the guy was a finalist. For the Ray Guy Award, I mean, not not Ray Guy, I'm sorry, whoops, fast forward there. I was thinking about punters for a second. Um, yeah. He, but, you know, he was a, he, he won a lot of awards, and he made a lot of kicks. You know, he just had a crazy head in his senior year. He just went to shit this season. Yeah, but, you know, I'm not going to, I don't think that scrubs his entire career, though. I mean, you know, and now I will <laughs> say, I will say that he wasn't probably up to the level I mean, we're we're we've been blessed with a lot of great kickers. I mean, that's we all have. There is to I it. mean, he's he was no Allen, he was no Billy Bennett. I'll tell you that he's no and Billy I'm Bennett, gonna, no Brandon Cattu, no Kevin Butler, and, no and Rex I'm, Robinson. And I'm, gonna, and I'm gonna throw a little clue in here too. I play I play smartest bulldog every day. I think you do too. Mm-hmm. Anyone else that does that, if there's ever a quick kicking question. You've got about an 80% chance of answering Billy Bennett. <laughs> Billy Bennett, baby. <laughs> if it's, it's Billy Bennett, and sometimes they'll throw, they'll, it's either, the answers are always, it's always Billy Bennett, Kevin Butler, or Rex Robinson. Yeah. If the question's about 1980, it's Rex Robinson. If it's about longest field goal ever, it's Kevin Butler. And if it's anything and, and else, else, it's, it's Billy Bennett. Billy Bennett. <laughs> exactly. So, uh, you know, four-star kicker Blair Walsh. I'll let you guys draw your own conclusions about Blair Walsh. I like him. I'm glad he came. We, you know, and he's a pretty good kicker. You know, he's not a damn Clemson kicker. I mean, come on. I mean, he's just not, he's not Billy Bennett. He's not Brandy Cattu. You know, he no. didn't, he didn't finish the drill. He didn't finish strong, but he still had a pretty good, pretty successful kick career and he and he made a lot of kicks for us if you look at his body of work yeah and i just hope he got a diploma because he ain't gonna be playing in the nfl <laughs> okay four-star linebacker marcus doughton pretty good yeah. player you know i i think i think four stars are fair i mean you know uh, marcus doughton I, played bad bad head yeah a little bit crazy head but i mean you know he he produced for us a little he produced some on field got a lot of playing time you know he wasn't a hole in the field you know I mean, he's no um, – golly, I can't even remember the kid's name now. Um, <laughs> the most reviled defensive back we've had in the last 10 years. What was his name? That cornerback 
I know there are people screaming into their headsets right now. Um, I cannot think of the kid's name. I think his initials were B and T or something. I can't believe I can't remember his name. I'm looking at this list of names and it's short circuit in my had, brain. We've had so many flops there. No, you know the kid I'm talking about. I mean, the kid like we. Oh, I can't remember. Golly, I can't believe it. Oh man, Allie is going to have my ass for not remembering his name. You're getting old. I am Look. getting old. Toby Jackson, defensive end, committed to Georgia. I, I uh, who? Yeah, AJ Harmon, four star, yeah. uh, you know, offensive he's tackle, good player, probably okay there. Absolutely, yeah. absolutely. Cordy, Cordy Glenn, another four star guy, probably lived up to four star, maybe a five. Hell yeah, Cordy Glenn played above his stars a little bit. Exactly. One, another four star running back who probably got us into the top ten class. Yes, Don Tavius Jackson. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, where's he? Yeah, I uh, don't know where he is. Uh, uh, four-star receiver, Tavares King. Yeah, you know, I can't say he's four stars. He made some catches. He dropped yeah. some catches, you know. But in his senior year, he pretty much was shown up by a couple of freshmen. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. You know. Uh, another four-star running back, Carlton Thomas. Yeah, who. Uh, I, don't, I don't know how he was four stars coming out of high school. 5'7", 175 pounds out of yep. high school. I'm going to say, I'm going to go out on a limb here, old dog. Not going to be with the program this coming fall. No, I, I don't think so either. And, you know, I'm just guessing. I'm just guessing yep. he might find greener pastures at another program. Uh, Brandon Boykin, four-star cornerback out Absolutely of Fayette lived. County, Fayetteville, Georgia. Yeah, Absolutely lived up to the bill in there. Every he bit. Was. every He played above his stars. He was everything. Another guy who met his stars, though. I at least met his stars. Cornelius Washington. Good player. Yep. Good player. Yeah, I'd say he was a four-star, and, and I'd say he's probably there. Absolutely. Absolutely. Now, here's a kid who played above his head, too. Ben Jones, three-star center yep. out of Bibb County. Big Bad Bibb County in Centerville, Alabama. Um, Bryce Ross. Sam- yep, Sanders and Bryce Ross. You know, I like Bryce Ross. Soft yeah. spot in my heart for him. Kid wasn't able to finish his career, but it wasn't because he wasn't a good player. Uh, injury. Did he have a? Did he? He had a toe thing, a foot thing, yep. didn't he? Yeah. Yeah. Um, good kid. Sanders. Sanders coming. If he's not hitting his girlfriend, certainly probably better than three stars. Yeah, absolutely. Bakari Rambo. Play better than three stars. Mm, I think the jury's still out there. A little better than three stars, maybe. Yeah, um, but certainly better than another three-star running back, Xavier Avery. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, did, did he ever get to school? I don't think so, man. I don't think so. I don't think he ever. Uh, I don't think he stepped on the turf between the yeah. between the hedges. Here's a here's a player that's near and dear to their bulldog dogcast heart. Uh, redshirt Christian Robinson out of the Greater yeah. Atlanta Christian School, three-star linebacker Christian Robinson. Also and, known as the mouthpiece of the program. Absolutely. Great kid, and, and I think we're right there on three stars with him. Great kid, has a bright, bright future in broadcast. No, I'm just yeah, kidding. Very, very intelligent player. When his with, playing I days mean, are over, which I'm not making, I'm not saying when his playing days are going to be over, but I'm telling you, that kid could be on TV someday. He'll be following David Pollock to the four letter. He could, yeah, exactly. That kid could work for the four letter someday if he wants to go over to the dark side. Not, not everybody's yeah. a fit for the dark side. True. How about three-star uh, Nick Williams? Safety. Yeah, 
Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you know, another three-star guy, Jonathan Owens. Yeah. Offensive guard. Yeah, where is he? Yeah, I don't know about that. Um, Jeremy Jeremy Lingo. No, Longo. Longo. You Out know. of Fort Lauderdale. Defensive yeah. end. You know, he played some. You know, I mean, yeah. he... You know, I would. You know, three stars probably okay. Yeah. You know, on that. Yeah, I mean, you got to be, you got to play three stars to get on the field at the University of Georgia. I mean, honestly, yeah. you really do. Um, and I mean, he probably plays. He's probably played three star. Yeah. Um. Yeah. That's about it, isn't it? Ah, uh, this boy Pew. Oh yeah, McCary Pugh. Independence High School out of, out of Charlotte, North Carolina. Home I mean, of Muhammad Massaqua and Joe Cox. Yeah. And Joe the Cox. The ginger assassin. The ginger he ninja. Probably played, and, and he probably played up to Joe Cox's level. Mm. Yeah, this kid was a safety. Uh, that's what they say he was. I don't know. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> so there you go. You and, get back to, then, and back then when we were recruiting safety, he was fairly tall. He was all the six foot. Six foot, exactly, man. He, it, actually, he was probably too tall to play because we pretty much like to put those guys back there that were 5'8". Yeah, that was that was a different time for the Bulldogs back then. Yeah. That was a, that was a, that was still – we were still in Willie Martinez era back then. But, again, overall, this was – there were, this was a better class as far as actually living up to their billing mm-hmm. than we have had in a lot of the other classes on our reverse recruiting show. Yes. Yes, it was. And because now, stay tuned, dog fans, because this time next year, we're going to be talking to you about five-star <laughs> five star receiver Marlon Brown and five-star yeah. cornerback Brandon Smith. Um Two guys that I think probably have not lived up to their five star billing. No, absolutely not. And and speaking and speaking of five star recruits that haven't lived up to their billing, we've been getting a lot of comments from I guess Isaiah Crow's dad. <laughs> yes, we have, haven't we? And uh, we've been getting a lot know, of email. Just, and and I I want to set the record straight a little bit. I've got nothing against the kid, and there is nothing that would make me happier for him to actually live up to his billing. Yes. And I don't think anything could have happened better for us and us being the Georgia faithful to have two hopefully great running backs coming in in Mitchell and Gurley. Mm -hmm. Because at this point in time, Isaiah Krause got to look in the mirror and this is either step up time or lay down time. And and it's all on him. Right. Because he's got a guy I mean, Keith Mitchell is Isaiah Crowell a year later. Yeah. Keith Marshall. Marshall. Yeah. I'm sorry. Marshall and, and uh Gurley. And you know, it's gonna be and and I think and I hope it doesn't and like you said earlier, there's nothing that would make me happier than to have three running backs that all ran for over a thousand yards and for Aaron Murray's passing stats at the end of this year to be zero attempts and zero completions. <laughs> Come on, and, man. And Listen, un- Chris Conley and, have- and Malcolm Mitchell are going to have something to say about that, friend. have an undefeated season. But, but my gut tells me that Isaiah Crowell is going to lay down. Yeah, look, with all due respect to Isaiah Crowell's Isaiah Crowell's dad, who keeps emailing us, okay? We're not wishing that the kid fails, okay? We're not. 
like hell, I hope he and Marshall and Gurley all three have thousand yard seasons next year. That's what I'm hoping for. That would be awesome. Hell, I'll chip in on a quarter ounce of weed for Crowell if he gets a thousand yards next year, okay? But our job here on the Dogcast, we're telling you what we think. We're making we're prognosticating. Look, we're trying to tell you what we think, you know, we're making a prediction. And the prediction is Crowell's got a bad head. He can't handle the pressure. He can't stand getting punched in the mouth. And the competition, I don't think it's going to set him free. I think it's going to let, it's going to knock him out. That that's no, just and, that's what, and, what and we're I, thinking. And, and one thing I did find interesting that Coach Rick went out of his way to praise Todd Gurley's efforts in the North Carolina State Championship football game because he played the entire game with a sprained ankle. Oh, yeah, a real sprained ankle. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, I agree. I, it's, you know, so, I mean, but, but again, I don't want to beat up on the kid. I'm sure we will at some point in time. But basically, it's and I'm just going to leave it at this, it's put up or shut up time for for our boy Crowell. It is. You're exactly right. Now we're just going to um oh, speaking of uh big big games in the um speaking of big games in the in the Under Armour game, how about our uh how about our kicker, dude? How about this kicker? Um what's his name? It's, he's got the two initials, uh Mitchell, Mitchell, Marshall. Uh it's like Malcolm Mitchell, but it's not Malcolm yeah. Mitchell. It's a uh, I forgot what his name is. Guy, he's been committed for so stinking long. Marshall Morgan. Yeah, that's it. Marshall Morgan. Kid makes a 60-yarder in the Under Armour game. Did you hear about that? I did. And and all I'm hoping is he can make a 30-yarder when he's wearing our uniform. Yeah, exactly. Hey, look, Marshall, dude, I'm digging the 60-yarder, man. I'm digging yeah. the 60-yarder in the Under Armour game. I like it. Um now, last thing, you know, we've got a, I mean, you know, we've got the, we've got the five-star guys already on the book. Keith Marshall, five-star running back. This is right now, guys, coming up. Man, offensive tackle, uh, five-star offensive tackle. We need to sign Avery Young. We got yeah. Jordan Jenkins. We need to, we got to get a little more beef, guys. Avery Young, come on home, buddy. Uh, Eddie Goldman, come on home. I know you guys want to be in Athens this coming fall. So let's get some work done. We got 48 hours left till signing day. Um, till it's time to sign on the line that is dotted. Dog fans, thanks for listening. We really appreciate you guys listening. We'll be back with more coverage midweek of this recruiting class once we get them all inked on Tuesday. Old dog, you got anything else you want to say about uh, the 2008 class, the 2012 class? No, not class? really. Like I say, they actually the 2008 class probably probably lived up as close to their billing as any class we've had in a while. Yes. I did wanna I did wanna thank the count for sending a uh, little YouTube video of uh of Athens back when I was a freshman. Yes, back when you were a freshman. <laughs> back in the day when they used to wear like plaid pants and all that kind of stuff, you yeah. know? Like uh yeah, that was that's and, an old and video. Did you notice a lot of folks walking downtown with fezes on. <laughs> <laughs> what are they, Shriners or something? Hey, I maybe I, I need to post that video. Should I, maybe I, I'll send that video out on the feed. We should, because really, the, it hadn't changed a whole lot. <laughs> I know. I'll, <laughs> I'll put a little arrow in there pointing to Old Dog. Here's Old Dog yeah. walking in his geeky pants and sweater. 
except for cars and the length of and the length of skirts, there hadn't been a tremendous change. You got that right, buddy. All right, dog fans, thanks for listening. We'll put out a video. I'm also going to post. I'm going to repost uh, from the archives after we do our recruiting wrap up on Wednesday. I'm going to post the legend of Herschel Walker for all you young pups out there that never heard of that guy. I'm going to post the legend of Herschel Walker, and we may post the 1980 video of campus that that the count sent us it's pretty cool so dog fans thanks for listening email us at dogcast at gmail.com give us a call on the comment line at 706-363-0210 tell us what you think about the uh, recruiting class once we get them all in on tuesday tell us what you think 706-363-0210 this is the Dogcast, your show by fans Four fans keeping our finger on the pulse of everything that's going on with the Bulldog football program in Athens. From 60 feet under the turf of Sanford Stadium, me and Old Dog in the bunker. Thanks for listening. Go dogs. This episode of the Dogcast is supported by Stitcher Smart Radio, offering the Stitcher mobile app. With Stitcher's free app for mobile phones, listeners can get the latest episodes of the Dogcast along with thousands of other podcasts on demand without downloading or syncing. The free Stitcher Smart Radio app can be found in the iPhone and Android app store or at stitcher.com slash dogs.